I'm also drinking a glass of milk as if it's the 60s, so please ignore me. <laughs> hey, let's talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Collective Sound, and I have such a fun little guest with me today. Um, here is my girl Rita. Rita, hello. Hi. How are you feeling this this morning? We're recording this at like 9 a.m., um, and I'm insane. feeling great. I'm feeling good. It's a new dawn. It's a new, new day. day. I think I just wrote that. Um, I didn't take that from anyone, but yeah. <laughs> so that is my copyright. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Well, well, Rita and I are, are, I would say, newly friends. We have a lot of mutual friends. I met her like on the porch of my house once when she was dropping <laughs> my friend Ashley off. Um, and then I forced her to be my friend from there. So here we are recording yep, on Zoom. That Rita is how just it works. Moved to New York and is just vibing. So, oh my God. I mean, we are truly vibing. You guys, <laughs> if you think that New York is expensive, multiply that by 10 it is much more expensive than you think Mm -hmm. yeah that's a painful one isn't it it's a painful one but it's it's worth it the city experience yeah I I'm hoping so I think we'll get there also we're on the cusp of like quote-unquote normal life so I think I think I came at a good time to where I can feel settled and then and then the party and then the shows and, and then, then club, dancing club, and club another club plain <laughs> bus no exactly um so every episode i started this by accident but i like it so i'm gonna keep it i make everyone introduce themselves like they're a freshman in college so you know when you like sit in class and you're like hi this is my name this is my age this is my major and here's like a fun fact about me i would love if you could give the audience that pleasure oh my god i would love to um so I feel like I was like so peppy freshman year because I Same. was just like, I like had the full idea that like college was going to be amazing and I would make friends with everyone. And yes. <laughs> it wasn't not like that, but <laughs> it's definitely intense to go oh, to school thinking that. A hundred percent. So I'm Rita and oh God, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Um I am studying journalism. Yeah. Crazy to think that that's what I studied. Yeah. Crazy? I did too. What a whirlwind. Okay. Wow. We're yeah. going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to sidebar. Okay. We will. Um, <laughs> and my fun fact is I, I like to switch between two. Okay. Um, if they seem like a woke group of people, I'll say that I was born in Kosovo. And then if not, yes. then I'll just say, thank you. I'll just say, I have a twin brother. Kind of oh, gosh. Wait. I did not crazy. know that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Oh my god, his name's Ronnie. Oh my Ronnie god. and Rita. We love him. Shout out Ronnie. Stop bring shout Ronnie out onto the pod. Ronnie. <laughs> Call him in. I'm oh bringing him in. <laughs> he just like pops in like like a third <laughs> Zoom Zoom. Oh my god, he was that's just so waiting. Funny. That is so cool. Where does he live? Is he in Knoxville? He's in Knoxville. Yeah, he actually might be coming up to New York. My family's crazy because we're so close knit that they're like, yeah. okay, you're there. I guess we're all. Guess coming. we're all gonna come yeah wow look at you have a twin yeah. brother how is it like insane. to grow up as a twin truly insane I think it, I had a different experience than like um 
people who have twins that's the same gender as them yeah but um i i loved it he's sick we actually lived together uh like for a good bit of college and it was fine it was just fam yeah crazy that is so sweet. It, yeah i have a bro- uh brother sister twin set in my family so <gasps> i love it yes, so i get it very cute oh my gosh ronnie Thank and rita you. my brother and sister are connor and colleen like makes sense oh you gotta do god, it god we love it <laughs> i mean it. you literally have to it's crazy we were actually going to be named brenda and brandon off of 90210 okay which i've never seen can you imagine you brenda <laughs> here's brenda from girls playing jesus christ <laughs> no thank you no brenda doesn't really fit your vibe (laughs) thank Um, you thank you where did rita come from um my aunt actually just named me that and then the two r's is an albanian letter so ronnie also has the two r's so it's rita ronnie two r's oh my god so (laughs) cute wow so this is incredible i think I think as I was writing these questions, I was like, hmm, what, what route do we go? And I feel like we, yeah. we start at the base of being a fan and then we'll get into Girlsplain, which I am so excited to talk about. But I feel like we oh, need yeah. to build build up your life a bit, you know, place we everyone. Need to tell the background, the setting, the context. So obviously you're a big fan of music and have, you know, lived that fangirl life, um, which I, I love to talk about. So do you remember what was the moment that you went from just like, being like a casual passive fan into like being really involved in fan culture Mm -hmm. I would I'd have to say it it was One Direction gosh yes Um, you know it (laughs) god they they really did it they really did it and then they just exposed me like I remember I got Tumblr because of One Direction and that was just like the one way I found music and it's the one way I like found indie music as well so it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like that pop boy band stuff um but yeah that was the first time I was like active and I mean you've probably seen the tweet where everyone's like being a One Direction fan was an unpaid internship (laughs) but it truly was (laughs) like it really was time what's like Mm -mm. the what's the craziest compensation you did in like the One Direction era Oh my God. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this isn't even that crazy. Like I was honestly bad at being a fan. There are some no, fans like okay. you, for example, like knew what they were doing. They got to meet everyone. <laughs> Not scary. me. Not me. That's okay. Love. That's okay. <laughs> love. Um, but we were seeing, me and my best friend were seeing um, One Direction. Honestly, cannot remember the tour. I want to say twenty. 15 I love okay. that 2015 okay, sounds right so probably probably um, the take me or not the the um the on the road again Otra maybe anyway just keep going Doesn't 2013 matter. sounds better to me oh, oh um, okay okay great <laughs> different era okay it was Bridgestone can't remember yes but we were doing the thing where we were going to find One Direction we were going to see where they were in Nashville and we just scoured the entire city I mean like I goodness I do not know Nashville at all but I remember we went from like the Ryman all the way down to the other side of Nashville (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna this is gonna sound bad but do you know where the White Castle is (laughs) oh the White Castle like in West probably yes yeah yeah yes all the way over there don't know why we think 
they would be there. I remember we were White in a Castle. Jack and Box too. Yeah. One Direction at Jack and Box. One Direction at White Castle. <laughs> we went, let's go. I mean, we need a snack. Maybe they're here. Um, and we actually saw Harry. Harry was coming out of the Panera, if you'll believe it. Stop. Attached to like the Ryman. And um, it was one of those things where we could not tell what was happening <laughs> I think I blacked out because he just walked in front of us I mean my best friend Kristen were kind of like oh there he is this is what we've been waiting for but that was the moment we chose to play it cool oh yeah like, like, suddenly hey, we were just hey. like <laughs> exactly we we truly thought that would win him over and he just waved and then he drove away um and he was in this parking lot across from the Panera and once they left, we like went to the parking spot. We we're like, this, this is where this Harry is was. This. You like close yeah. your eyes. You're like, let's just breathe in. Let's breathe in the exactly. air. Exactly. And now, usually every time we go to Nashville, um, my best friend actually lives there now. We like make it a thing to you go have visit to. that spot. Yeah. You absolutely. have to. We haven't done it in a while. We need to. But it's just like the one definitive spot where we know Harry That's, has been here. That is so funny. And we played it cool. You know what? Idiots. Maybe it was for the best. I've been in that moment too. Where first of all, the chaos of running around a city when your favorite band is in town, the like adrenaline and pure the panic adrenaline. that like runs through your blood is terrifying. Terrifying. Um, we were checking every update account. Oh, could not meet them. We we went into hotels and they'd be like, "Leave." Like, no, <laughs> we're staying go. in room one and they're like no there's no room one you're not staying here I used to I used to pull that stuff so much and it's like of course they're not gonna believe this 13 year old girl <laughs> is like staying here like where are her parents I'm like wearing a one direction shirt and they know they're in town I'm like oh so you said um, I actually booked the room myself what are you talking about <laughs> Thank you, so oh. I'll just show myself to my room, to my room. which is near where Harry Styles is staying room. in room. In room, remind me. <laughs> so oh, scary. God. I did really wildish, like things I would not like to admit back in like the hotel days, but like you, you know, you, you did what you had to do. You had to do. It's you kind of like it. how people um, describe war. It's like, oh, you what you had to do um I and we, I you know you know what, what happens in my mom for that quote <laughs> <laughs> what happens in one direction's hotel stays in one direction's hotel you know exactly exactly i can't tell anyone <laughs> oh my god that's so funny okay so you, you start with one direction you're introed into tumblr which we've t- yes. we talked a couple weeks ago but i'm pretty yeah. sure we followed each other on tumblr which is like so funny which is insane you which had, is like, insane. said your tumblr url and i went I know it well <laughs> I remember it vividly. which is like so embarrassing but also like no. Tumblr was just a whole different world absolutely um it's definitely of the time I remember like soon after One Direction that was when I got into Arctic Monkeys and um, oh my so God. I was born in Kosovo so my parents like never got to like show me like hard rock or anything like that mm-hmm. and so I had to find it for myself and Arctic Monkeys for some reason were the pipeline into like Vampire Weekend oh. and there was that band the vaccines wow the vaccines <laughs> oh my at? god what an era also like I don't know if indie music will ever ever be made like that again never 
I we can only hope. They piped some drug in that. They truly <laughs> did. The wombats were at the same time. Like, oh. It was amazing. The wombats. This was like, wow. This was like right after like the um, Phoenix, like mm. what were the other bands at that time? Just, just like true indie music. The like young folk song from like Peter Bjorn. Yeah. That is of that era. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Listen, I just like don't know if we'll ever I'm so glad that we were the age we were during that era yeah I maybe wish I was like three or four years older because I feel like it probably hit a little a little different but mm. like what a fun era to live through truly I, I go back and forth on it um just like through this like fan discourse because I really loved being a fan the way that I was back then but also mm-hmm. I wish I had enough sense to be like oh I'm gonna turn this into like an opportunity yeah um but also who knows maybe I would have seen it as like work and then hated it yeah and then hated um, it yeah yeah because it was loving one direction I know I, I wish I turned loving one direction into a job I mean yeah I feel like in a way we both have it led it led us to our jobs but hey very true okay you know positive gonna keep the positivity going this morning um (laughs) no like what uh and I just think it's so interesting like the how much I learned about how the music industry functions literally Mm. just by being a fan absolutely you know and like figuring out who did what because I would like need to finesse things from them so like quickly (sighs) I learned how managers work just so I was like (sighs) I was like I can find a manager like in a crowded room I know who their manager is oh, literally by looking God. at them that is literally what me and my best friend Kristen ended up doing that like an Ed Sheeran show we like found out who Same. his manager was and yes. he tweeted at him and he'd be like stop <laughs> be like please leave me alone <laughs> you're like 13 it's freaking me out that is so funny I did the same thing for Ed Sheeran wow what an era yeah. I feel like the the one direction to Ed Sheeran pipeline is like very oh, popular my gosh yeah wow I remember when that happened, I was like, finally, I'm listening to real music. <laughs> As if. Um, As but if. he was incredible. He's he was incredible so live. I like followed him for a good minute, for like three shows. And I remember just like, that was like the talk of my school. They were like, why are you spending that money? And I was like, okay, please let me live my life. Okay, true. Yeah. Did <laughs> you get insane. a lot of that at school of like people being weird about you liking music that much? I think so. And I think also like, I got weirdly gatekeepy about One Direction, mm. which was so unnecessary because they were. I think we all did One Direction. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it it was it was an insane thing. But I was definitely like the the token One Direction fan of my school for a minute. Um, and then everybody everybody joined along. You couldn't deny it once it started no. happening. No, dare um, I ask, where yeah. were you when Zayn left One Direction? <laughs> oh. <gasps> I haven't thought about this in in a few days. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was in school. I was in my like journalism class, which was like my most fun class, Mm -hmm. um, which, oh my gosh, I remember it was like, everyone was like, Rita, did you see? And I was like, oh my God. And it happened. And I was also like trying to play it cool because everyone everyone knew again I was a token like One Direction yeah. fan so I was like oh yeah I mean like that's sad but whatever and I remember going home like crying for, for no reason but all this intense but I remember intense. the stories it was like yeah this girl went and cried in the bathroom I was like good, good I, for her. 
she's healing she's, she's dealing with it now she's like no that was me that i like threw i made a scene at, good. at school good. and also like first of all let's just say why did they they know who their demographic is why are they announcing this on a weekday in the middle of school you couldn't have <laughs> waited like two like days <laughs> yeah yeah i remember like who's oh your marketing God. team I, exactly let's let's go back let's, to that <laughs> let's dive into that i remember um my like journalism teacher like had his first child that day and then on because oh my gosh I was on the like high school tv show weekly and um we in that week's episode were like and something really important happened Zane left one direction <laughs> no we're kidding Mr. Vosick had his child <laughs> it's like the most uncomfortable thing to watch I think you're like on YouTube somewhere but that is it was so a moment funny. and we had to document it you had to we were journalists it was history exactly <laughs> journalist exactly documenting history yeah no I found out in the middle of econ class and class that was one of those classes so. that you weren't allowed to leave like even to go to the bathroom or anything okay but insane that that uh, exists insane that those exist and but the teacher was my uh, cross-country coach so he knew me pretty well and so I literally walked up to him crying literally crying <laughs> And I walked up to him and I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. He was like, no, you're not. I said, yeah, I am. <laughs> so I'm not crying in this classroom right now. No, walked out the room, crying in the bathroom. Everyone is texting me. Like, cause I also was like mm-hmm. one of like the token One Direction girls at school. I am like bawling in the bathroom. Cause also at the time, let's um, submit this and like as, as, as evidence. Wow. Sister's getting really worked up over here. Um, Zane <laughs> also was my favorite. So I'm- <gasps> Was he? Yeah, oh my gosh time. we need to talk about that yeah at the time losing. I was a hairy girl from the get-go yeah I, here's the thing is I like went through phases and fair, I think fair. I just liked Zane because he was like the bad boy um yeah he was also I think objectively the best singer well yeah no 100 <laughs> percent mm, yeah yeah um I also had like a Liam phase which is scary for me to admit oh my god um, <laughs> like Louie I understand Niall I understand Liam no you're losing me there no, I was losing myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're figuring it out. You're figuring yeah, it out. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom. I cried for the rest of the class period. Then went back sure? to get my backpack. And everyone in the hallway was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. <gasps> like, okay, see, so you went to a good school. Yeah. And then I called my mom and she <laughs> called me out of school and I went home. <laughs> I went home. History. And history. It's history. It's it's in the book. Okay. It's- also, shout out mom. I was listening to yeah. your episode with Nicole, and it seemed like y'all had like the best parents. I'd be like, no, we completely understand this. Oh Whereas my, my parents were like, girly, <laughs> sure, we get it, boy band. Yeah, but <laughs> but also like maybe we should chill. No, she was very yeah. kind. My mom like didn't quite understand it, but like really tried. But then got really into mm-hmm. it. Like like we literally. We would like see tour buses at hotels and she's like, should we go see if we can find anyone? <laughs> like go to the hotel. Oh my God. Yeah. I love this. Shout yeah, out like, mom. Yeah. Shout out mom. She took me. Oh my God, happy Mother's could... Day. Happy, <gasps> happy Mother's Day. Oh my gosh. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Love you, mom. Um, <laughs> yeah. She took me out to stop Big Time Rush because I also had a Big Time Rush phase. Um, uh, yes. That was my first them. One Direction show and they uh, opened for Big Time Rush. I'm so mad I Were didn't you, go on that Was tour. it Nashville? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. No. I was going to say, if we went to the same show, that was a moment. I freaking wish. No, it was, the, I've <laughs> seen, I've seen Big Time Rush on every single tour except that one. 
Wow. And like, that's oh my gosh. For me. And they're having a moment right now, like on TikTok. I know. Like, I, I love whoever know. is doing their team right now. I know. Yeah. Big fan. They were very sweet. They were very sweet. Um, okay. So, One Direction started it all, is what I'm hearing. Yes. 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 So, so yeah. So, we love One Direction. Then you transfer our form into like the indie worlds. Mm-hmm. Are you going to a lot of shows? Like, are you that yes. type of fan? Oh my gosh. Totally. But it was one of those things where Knoxville is not the place. Um, mm-hmm. Listeners, I'm from Knoxville, yeah. sadly not Nashville. And nobody comes through Knoxville until mm-hmm. like 2016 when we got uh, the Mill and Mine, which is a new venue. And that's where like people started playing at. Um, it's just like a mid-sized one. Um, and I remember Great. Heim was the very first show in 2016. And that was amazing. So it took a while. It took okay, a while. Yeah. We were definitely doing a lot of traveling. The late night drives to Nashville and back were insane. Gosh, I bet. Um, yeah, but those were a moment. And you had to do it. I had to do that because I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. And so w- the nice thing about Milwaukee, it's kind of, from my perspective, like the tester city. So like if you can do mm. well in Milwaukee, you'll do well in Chicago type of thing. So Fair. we would get a lot of people like when they were smaller or just starting off like that. They, like, you know, I saw Ed Sheeran in like a, a thousand cap room you know what I mean stuff like yeah, that amazing um but then like for big people like One Direction Taylor Swift like all of that you had to go to Chicago um mm-hmm. so yeah same lot of lot of late night drives um oh my gosh totally that's like two Chicago. hours away yeah, around there yeah like hour and oh a half gosh. two hours literally just like Nashville yeah insane oh my god <sighs> and those wow also the adrenaline and just like emotion of like a drive back from a show that's like long oh my gosh yeah the, the things I would like, do has not hit yet. <laughs> you just want to talk through everything. Oh Every my moment. gosh. I remember. Yeah. Like, do you remember when Niall made this joke? He changed the lyric <laughs> to like chicken. That was so funny. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> they were so oh dumb. Do you ever think about like One Direction shows? Like when they played live, they literally just like ran around and like did dumb shit. Yes. Like how the did amount- they sell out stadiums? <laughs> They like, I guess they had to make it fun because I mean, what they were so young. I know, just children. like truly children, and like trying to make it as fun as they could. But they did, and they had fun, and they were entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I was on TikTok the other day, and it was from like their first tour, and it was when they would do "Gotta Be You," and they would always change it. And you can see, you could see Harry and Louie, and I think it was Niall like all looking at each other and they're like do big brown poo and Harry was like I can't do it I can't do it and then he goes he like says something of like no like I'm an invincible man (laughs) and everyone just loses their minds oh my god absolutely just like do you remember that just like the screams in these like oh my gosh insanely huge venues I remember I like thought I was gonna go deaf Uh, oh my gosh the most wow. recent experience of that for me was when I saw Harry at the Ryman and I oh my god I was there oh insanity sister hi sister. <laughs> saw you um but the screams in that place like when it was what makes you beautiful I couldn't even he- hear Harry like it was no. just just no. the crowd <sighs> what a moment oh that was like gosh, one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life uh, absolutely truly one of my favorites um are you going to see him is it Nissan or is it Bridgestone? Bridgestone. Coming up. Nice. Is yeah, that this coming in October or next? The I way that they had to reschedule things. I think that's things. this like upcoming October. 
Oh, gorgeous. I hope. It looks like Are you going to see him in New York? Is he playing at Madison (gasps) Square Garden? Oh, my. I didn't even even think. (laughs) I'm looking at tickets right now. (laughs) You said, here we go. (laughs) So you talk for just a second. (laughs) But. Well, I mean, if they reschedule Harry Ween. Oh. (laughs) So you're. So you're coming up. Well, I already planned on coming. So, oh, so it's happening. So I'll I'll be seeing you. (laughs) I can't imagine what that will be like. That will truly be insane. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not actually going to look this up. I did start. We'll look at this later. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) We'll 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 wrap up there. (laughs) We'll wrap up there. Anyway, um, okay. So we love One Direction, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so then you go to college and you start something called Girl Splain, which is. (gasps) so freaking cool and I wish I would have known you like I wish we would have been at the same school and doing this because I would have been obsessed with you I mean I am obsessed with you oh now um same here it just Please. would have started earlier um yeah but will you tell will you tell the people what Girlsplain is kind of how you started it the inspiration behind it all of that oh my god I would love to so Girlsplain is my music blog that sort of became a vessel to do everything that I wanted. Um, being from Knoxville, you, I didn't have a lot of opportunities, at least at the beginning of college. So um, yeah, we started this blog and just did everything that I wanted to. Um, we booked shows, we made a zine, we had tote bags a second ago, um, which might that be coming so back. <gasps> dot, dot, dot. Thank you. set the notifications (laughs) hey um but yeah I started girls playing the summer after my freshman year of college and uh my co-founder and I had created this playlist called sad girls and we just like put all our like sad girls in there oh you know it you know it well (laughs) Um, and we were we were famously dating two pretty pretentious people Mm. and um we remember like yeah right and I remember just like talking with Zoe and being like wow they know literally everything about music and it was like no but we do too like we Mm -hmm. can also just talk about stuff we like and that's sort of how Girlspain came to be um and yeah hopefully be booking shows again um maybe starting in July it's just so tough you Mm -hmm. you don't want to be the first to like be a super spreader event I know (laughs) we've got vaccines exactly Um, so yeah, it was just sort of my way to do everything I wanted, network, interview nice. bands that I wouldn't have other chances. Yeah, that's so amazing. And did you expect you. for it to kind of grow as much as it did and kind of transform no. as much as it did? Not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was literally just a blog at mm-hmm. first. Um, and then I was like, oh my God, Girls Man has a show. Let's do it. Um, and then it sort of like became a thing in Nashville, which I'm super proud about, but yeah, I, I had like planned on being a music journalist and this was sort of my way of doing that. Um, and then as that sort of changed, um, it changed with me, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, well, I kind of like the marketing side of things and that's where I've found myself now. Yeah. Rita, we are living parallel <laughs> lives. <laughs> I love it. Literally. in Milwaukee. Yes. And literally I wanted to be a music journalist. I wanted to be the next Ryan Seacrest. And so- <gasps> That's oh why, God, I you know, it. studied journalism in college. And then I was like, I need a place to do that. And Collective Sound happened. So here we are. Oh, yeah. But we that's amazing. It. That's amazing. Um, how do you think that 
Girl Splain has changed your perspective of like fan culture and the music industry, kind of that, because I feel like that would open up a lot mm-hmm. for you. Totally. Um, I think the like what it's taught me most about fan culture slash music industry is just like you kind of have to do things yourself. Like mm-hmm. I guess what we were talking about, like I didn't have enough sense when I was a fan when I was like 13 to like turn this into a job um and then I got to do that now um so I guess just like if you ever are thinking about doing something just do it Mm -hmm. just go for it and like you're um, powerful you can figure it out I promise yeah totally half of this stuff in the music industry is like figuring it out on the fly like you're just going to it Oh my gosh. I feel like half of working in the music industry is just me being like, I have no idea either what you're talking about or how to do that, but like, I'll figure it out, I guess. Totally. Oh my gosh. The fact that I like can video edit now is insane just because like I'll get some email and they're like, can you change this to this? And I'm like, I'm Googling it right now. YouTube tutorial. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I feel like that's, that's such a cool part of like where we're at now with the internet as even though it's like kind of very terrifying but it gives Mm -hmm. you a lot of opportunity to just like teach yourself these things and I feel like it it allows the music industry to be a little more accessible for a lot of people totally oh my gosh because the barrier to entry is I feel like still a little bit insane but um Mm -hmm. once you start doing it and if that gains gains traction there's no denying it I mean girls playing was like the main thing on my resume that like got me my first internships at um, AC Entertainment. And then I was a UMG rep at college. So you just got to do it. You just got to <laughs> do it and you'll get there. I promise. Yeah, That's amazing. Absolutely. What do you think? And this is kind of, I feel like you just answered this, but you might have a different answer for this. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think Girl's Brain has taught you? Like what's the biggest lesson you've learned from that? The Definitely the like, do-it-yourself type thing mm-hmm. also Ghostbine taught me that you need a PA system to put on a show oh um God. please tell the story behind that um so we we're booking a show at this amazing like house in Knoxville called the birdhouse and thankfully someone had reached out to us and was like do you have someone doing sound for your show and I was like no I just thought like I don't know yeah they have their instruments and they do it I didn't I didn't have any understanding I was like I'm just putting a show on with my friends um and thankfully shout out E-Man um, from Knoxville he hooked us up with the PA system and did it all because girly that would have been a mess I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have known to do that either no because you're I like just yeah I like, had thought that fans did that stuff mm-hmm. slash it would be acoustic even though they're all like pretty hard rock (laughs) oh we were gonna figure it out we were gonna figure it out and look and you did it that's amazing okay well the audience now you all know you need you need a PA system if you're putting on a live show you do you do and there's definitely gonna be someone out there that would like to help you um luckily Knoxville is like although there's not a ton of opportunity there's a great amount of people doing exactly what Girl Spain was doing and just like doing it on their own so Mm -hmm. find those connections yeah what's happened how would you describe like the music scene in Knoxville yeah um there's literally everything I think for a while it was like pigeonholed into like the singer songwriter um stuff but Mm -hmm. the hip-hop scene's amazing the rap scene is amazing it's just like 
the matter of going out and finding it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I miss Knoxville. <laughs> home sweet home. Oh yeah, it's been good. The distance been good because I was raised there, college there. Mm-hmm. Once I left, I was like, I hate Knoxville. <laughs> Ah, I'm in New York. I'm like, whoa! You're this like, is scary. Yeah, <laughs> scary. Scary. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. You had to, you had to spread your wings a bit. You know, you got it. You got That's okay. Got to push yourself. Um, do you? I feel like this is a big topic that is a lot of the reason I started Collective Sound, but also I just feel like a constant conversation to have with a lot of girls who are big fans and also now work in the industry. Like, have you ever felt that weird? like shame Mm -hmm. thing when it comes to like being a big fan but also working in music Uh, yeah it's like this weird phenomenon (laughs) like the music industry where it's like you can assume every single person is obsessed with music but it's still like this like unsaid thing of keeping it cool which I mean comes like with professionalism but Mm -hmm. um totally I feel like for a while I like wouldn't talk about it at least in my first few internships because I was like I want them to think that I only listen to good music um I recently was an assistant at uh an indie label and I would never mention one direction (laughs) to them I think once we became friends I was like yeah no that's how I got into music yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah there's definitely like this unsaid like keep it cool because like one direction are quote-unquote not actually music which is so not true again you listen to any track literally listen to the out al- the, the four album in full and then we can oh. talk oh my gosh that album Walking in is- the wind oh my god stockholm syndrome like that album is pop gold start to finish and start i'll die on that finish. hill start to finish oh my gosh the deep cuts of one direction too like they truly went through every genre like what's that um stole my heart like oh that yeah. is pure dance Li- house yes. baby and I love it <laughs> they turned into DJs no they did they really did everything and like what a treat to be their fan the whole time too to just watch like yeah all of it totally um, but I just think it's so interesting I like feel as though this is something with any boy band so I'm not gonna say I know it's gonna come out and people are gonna be like Isabel that doesn't just happen with One Direction but that's my experience but I feel like the One Direction was so bad because they got like their music is really good. And finally, like people today are realizing it, like people who are kind of music snobs. And it's like they should totally. have been like, you know, getting those nominee those Grammy nom- nominations. Oh, my gosh. And stuff absolutely. Like that. But the they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. But they oh did it because their their fans were 14 year old girls. Totally. And that's definitely changing. I think with BTS where their fans are one incredible organized yes. too which I've like never seen before um mm-hmm. they're amazing where you also like at this point you cannot deny it like no, no. this is good music no exactly oh exactly I know I do love that about like the whole BTS phenomenon because I feel like mm-hmm. they're breaking so many things that absolutely even just their fans and stuff like that that people are finally like oh wait this is legit and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, finally. I know. And there's there's definitely these conversations internally. Um, I feel like a lot of people are still like, think that the industry looks down on fans, but it's like, no, we're very aware that this is what drives everything. Mm-hmm. 100%. From the beginning of time. 
God, I know. What would what would the <laughs> music industry be without some fangirls? Not and like a- and like let's let's you know pay homage to our our creators of like Beatles fans. <laughs> like I'm totally. obsessed. I'm obsessed with learning about that because like the Beatlemania thing was insane. And I just wish I was old. Like I wish I was born then so I could have yeah. lived in it. Because like every era has had you know, a band that has like their just crazy fans. And I love it. Totally. And there's definitely like some great um, uh, writings about being a fangirl back then and how they were definitely looked down upon. Um, Oh yeah. But they were the first to do it. Exactly. They brought them to America. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So just, I love, I just love, I feel like any, any person I meet who has that just like insane love for music and being a fan, you just like immediately connect. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I can like pick them like, out of a crowd. Absolutely. Cause you're like, okay, you also love as hard as I do. Exactly. And you also just like follow this crazy thing just because it like genuinely brings you joy. Mm-hmm. That's like, I was in a, um, like a clubhouse with band band and there was this, incredible speaker that was like fangirling is like my self-care like if I ever just like want to unwind like I will literally like open up watch like a tour diary and it just feels good like that's just it that's what drove all of this is it just felt good Mm -hmm. oh my god so cute wow being Uh a fan I just like want it tattooed across my chest yeah (laughs) um so what's next for girlsplain yeah um so I'm sort of stepping away just because uh we're in New York. We're yeah. starting a new job. It's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Just just from the day to day. But I'm handing the reins over to uh, this amazing girl named uh, Libelula Baldrich, who hi Queen one. We love her. She's an amazing musician. She's a, like incredible student. She's about to be um, a freshman at USC in the fall. And cool. yeah, I can't wait to see how Girls Playing grows. Just because I think it was very local in the fact that we would mm-hmm. only cover like Nashville or Knoxville bands but um, I'm excited to to see it grow because it was sort of just on the back burner just like mm-hmm. something I did on the side and now it's kind of like I want this passion project to grow yeah, yeah how does it feel excited. to hand off your baby um crazy yeah it's it's one of those things where I was like should I just kill it yeah but I was like no that would be insane mm-hmm. um but I'm definitely so involved and uh you know, we're working together. So it's great. I also, you know, I feel like in the music industry, you have to be aware that like, I'm, God, I am aging. Like, I know I'm 23. (laughs) No, I am aging. Yeah. We want to keep things like interesting and make it work for everyone. Cause God, I would hate to be a old person (laughs) writing about like, is TikTok gonna be the new thing like <laughs> a year late? Like that's exactly. Awful. No, yeah, that's gonna be so cool though, and like so fun yeah. for it to like regionally grow too. Now that it's gonna totally. be like in a new city, absolutely, just evolving for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Well, I so have much. some rapid fire for you. Let's go. Let's go. Um, okay, number one, what is your favorite song at the moment? Okay. I did write these down beforehand. That's so okay. that's okay. Just read them off, baby. 
So Waves by Sirius Bright. Sirius Bright's this amazing Knoxville band that like I grew up with. I remember seeing them like at I can't remember. It's like this tiny room behind a restaurant in Market Square oh, cool. um, in high school, but they're incredible and they've been evolving and their new stuff is going to be so good. And then um, Best of Me by Dreamer Boy. Oh. Shout out Nashville. Yeah. Just so good. So um, good. So good. Um, and then just like some old stuff like uh, fake palindromes from Andrew Bird. Okay. Yes. Song. Love Andrew yes. Bird. Um, there is a song called Take Ecstasy With Me by the Magnetic Fields that like <laughs> I genuinely like didn't even notice that's what he was saying in the song but it's just a cute little romantic song um, yeah and then I'm also so excited for anything Billy is about to put out oh because my- Your Power was so good Your Power like the talent. the talent oh and my gosh she, I mean she is and unbelievable and the Vogue shoot right after truly she just Damn. knows what she's doing <laughs> And she's so smart. She's she so genuinely smart. Does. She genuinely does. Oh my gosh. It like set me on one of those like, okay, well, I'm going to watch every YouTube video about her because oh, yeah. I loved Billy before, but it was like, I didn't really know anything about her. Mm-hmm. Have oh you watched gosh. her documentary? She's incredible. No, not yet. I don't have Apple Plus or whatever. Yes. Um, valid. You I can do, to. you can do a seven day trial. So just do the trial, watch the movie I'm going and delete to. it. I'm That's what we it. did. But it's Love. unbelievable. It's so good. Yeah. I also heard her dad like wears like like two Phoebe Bridger shirts. Yes, he does. Like he's he loves Phoebe. That's loves awesome. Phoebe. I'm gonna Our do queen. it. We're gonna free trial, babe. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Okay, number two. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Beyonce, the formation tour, Nissan Stadium, I think 2016, but we were on the floor for it. Oh, I can't imagine Insanity. that experience. <laughs> Because that's like one of those things where you're like, oh, wait, this is history because this is Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And I'm like seeing one of the best performers of our time. (sighs) To be alive in the time of Beyonce. True. We're lucky. She's someone I like need to see live. I feel like it's just an experience everyone needs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Once shows come back, baby, Beyonce is the one to see. Okay. (laughs) On my list. Um, Okay. And the last one, if you could like collab or work with one person dead or alive, who would it be? I, so two writers, um, Hunter Harris and then Melissa Broder. Yes. I highly recommend to Mm y'all just amazing writers. Um, and then if I were like somehow like good at music yeah it would be adrian linker from big thief um, okay oh wow she her lyrics her everything the fact that they put out like two albums in one year was insane yeah that are insane. both so good oh my god absolutely oh she would just be amazing if i were somehow like really good at guitar or songwriting she'd be the one to collab with <laughs> wow what good answers rita Thank you. Thank you. You really killed it. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Well, thank you, Isabel. Rita, thanks for being on the podcast. We love the pod. We love your playlist. First off, shout out Nick Vick. <laughs> Nick Vick is freaking killing it. She's yeah. killing it. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. You're the best. Um, I'm going to be in New York. I've just decided at some point uh, soon. I so will be seeing you. I'll be hitting you up, <laughs> Queen. Good. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
Justin, buddy, hey, it's Rita. Um, you don't know me, but you might know my friend Isabel. I know there was a birthday cameo sent to her. I know you haven't forgotten it. Um, <laughs> but I think what she would love most is that if you were on her podcast, um, you guys would do amazing together. We know you're the most charming man in Hollywood slash really? wherever he lives now. Um <laughs> And I just watched your movie Accepted recently. What a moment. What a moment, buddy. I, every time you act, incredible stuff. So <laughs> good. Like I've never seen a movie before. <laughs> and I go, this is what acting is. And you're good at it. So Justin, Justin, Justin. Do this for me, actually. Like, I want to be the one that brought Justin Long onto the pod. Um, so let's yeah. work together, buddy. Let's link. Let's collab. And, you know, let's make this happen.